0: Hey, how's it going? Not bad. Yeah, so this is definitely a test run.
1: This is the test run
0: of the f- podcast. That is two beards, uh, and one, be- be- comic. one comic. Yes, that's correct. Um, and in this podcast, uh, my brother and I, Jesse and me, what we do is we'll each take each podcast, take a turn. Yeah, one comic we've recently read, or even series. We won't limit it to say one issue, if unless you're reading, like say, a series. But just one comic, you know, thing. Yeah, and and, uh, and then the rest of the podcast, whichever how long. I think we'll do them full. Uh, we'll just talk about other shit. Yeah,
1: things just flow. Things will, will evolve. Yeah and conversations will evolve. You know, it'll start, always start with comics, or we'll try to start with comics, and then it'll evolve into shenanigans.
0: Shenanigans and stories.
1: Yeah. Yes. You'll probably hear so, a lot of stories about Cole and I growing up.
0: Yeah, and how much of an idiot he is, and how awesome I was.
1: Yeah, pretty
0: much. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I'm, I, 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 I <laughs> Yeah. So, um, my brother and I actually don't do this in the same room. Um, so I don't really know what he's doing right over there. But um, actually, yeah, I'll, I'll explain after you go ahead. Yeah. So, who wants to go first? Do you want me to go first, or do you have something you've currently read that you'd really want to talk about? Well,
1: uh, it's funny you mention that because today I've been to thinking about what I would talk about. And the first thing that sort of came to my mind is probably I should talk about something I've recently read as opposed to, I was going to do one of my favorite comics, but I haven't read it in a long time. So I'll tell you about my new, newest favorite comic. uh, Well,
0: yeah, that works. Because then I was also thinking we could also do, like, so each episode is something specific. So we can each talk about, like, Latest one we've just read, and then like the next episode, you guys will hear us talk about what our favorite comic book is. I don't know. We're still working out the kinks. Yeah. So no, yeah, I that know. was too.
1: The first couple episodes, if, if we do more, are probably going to be a lot of like, you know, groundwork as to what we're both into. Um,
0: yeah. We're working our... on
1: Exactly. You'll learn that, you know, I started out very much in the superhero comics. And over time, I kind of like wasn't so keen on superhero storylines. They became a little bit, I wouldn't say repetitive, but not really for me anymore. So I've evolved into more of a, like a horror sci-fi um, kind of type of books. And then Colton, as you will find out, um, sort of was I wouldn't say you weren't you were less into like comic books, but I, was... I not into them as I was. And then when I no. Started,
0: I think, so From my story in comics, um, I'd say grade eight and nine uh, got into comics. Strictly, mostly Marvel, uh, was big into Wolverine and Spider-Man. But then I found once I went into, say, grade 10 and 11, I think high school gets to you. So you try and fit in. So I left comics behind. Um, Not completely, but it was very much uh, back corner of my brain that uh, I would uh, think about comics. Um, But it wasn't until actually I found when you, my brother, uh, he moved away. He moved to uh, Calgary and I stayed in Ontario. Um, I found that Comics for me once he left it kinda filled a void that he wasn't around. So I got really into comics and uh ever since I find I'm cheering up. I
1: I hope everyone out there I hope they their eyes are tearing up at how sweet that is.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's true though, because if you just if you think about it, when I first started reading comics again it was shortly after you left or just shortly before you left kind of thing yeah it was yeah that's true when I got into Batman I was I think I haven't looked back I'm a very DC oriented guy
1: <clears throat> I've been more of a Marvel guy when I, when I read
0: yes I've noticed that actually with some of the titles you read um, yeah
1: well, we will get into that. Um, I'm going
0: yeah. you- <laughs> to let
1: Colton talk. Oh. I'm not realized.
0: crying. You're crying.
1: You're crying. Um, <laughs> I need to go grab the book that I'm going to talk okay. about. Okay. I'll be right back. So Colton, you keep going.
0: Yeah. Um, so uh, first time doing this, and I have no one to bounce back to. So uh, fun times. Yeah. Um, Hopefully you guys enjoy this podcast. Like I said, it's still rough, uh, but I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be some somewhere where I can talk freely about my interests as well as catch up with my brother and also keep connected back. with him. When he's reading ah, and he's back.
1: <clears throat> I'll listen to the podcast later and find out what you said.
0: While I yeah, I didn't really say much. So yeah, I got my book. Okay. Um,
1: Do you want to start, then?
0: Sure. So, um, Mm -hmm. I guess what I'm currently reading, I just actually just finished the first story from it. But I have picked myself up uh, the tales Mm -hmm. from the Dark Multiverse. Mm -hmm. Um, I bought the hardcover uh, trade paperback. Uh, very nice. Love the cover work. Uh, it's awesome. Um, but I just finished actually the, um, uh, Batman nightfall storyline where Batman doesn't get the mantle of the bat back. And he, uh, basically, uh, is imprisoned by Azriel, who now goes by the name of Saint Batman. Um, the artwork in this in this comic is amazing. Uh, uh, the writers are Scott Snyder, which everyone knows. Uh, he's my favorite DC writer ever. How do you know I
1: uh, uh, wrote that? I didn't know you
0: wrote yeah, that. Yeah, it was uh, Scott Snyder and uh, Kyle Higgins.
1: Holy crap, that's a good team.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. And then I don't know the artists. I know I've heard of them, but uh, Ferdinand. Ferdinand, I don't know if I'm pronouncing. People, you will get mad at me because I'm one of those comic book readers who don't really pay too much attention to the artists and stuff. So uh, don't be mad if I mispronounce an artist's name. Um, and yeah, but yeah, no, I like, it's amazing art. Uh, the story is amazing. Um, have you read it, Jesse?
1: I actually haven't got the opportunity to read it yet.
0: Um, No. Well, when I'm done reading it, if you want to borrow my hardcover, you may do that.
1: Sounds good. I'm excited about it because I've always been like, um, I guess sort of like some back history on how I got into comics was um, our uncle gave me his collection of Batman comics. So I originally started with Batman as well. But a lot of the stuff he had in there was like Elseworlds. So a lot of it was like Batman in different universes. And I always yes, those were the coolest comics because they're like the what-ifs. the Like if this part of history had changed, if this little minute detail, the origin had changed, this or that, um, you know, th- this whole new different world comes out of it and you get this different sort of character. So for me, uh, reading those was very much like that was my favorite thing to do. I wasn't so much into the standard story, I was more into the else world stories.
0: Yes, and I think maybe that's one fixation I have on Batman because I remember being a kid and going to uh, uncles and aunts and not being allowed to read those comics. Like, really? he thought those comics were too mature for me. Yeah, we like, like think about it. Some of those storylines were very graphic. Like Vampire, Batman. Oh, yeah, Red Rain. Yeah, like a lot of those stories were very mature subjects for someone who is like what I would have been Eight at the most.
1: Which that would have only like made me ten, so I, I don't know. Well, maybe I just was sneaking. I guess maybe I went downstairs and snuck into.
0: No, he would let us read some of them. Yeah, but there was certain issues who wouldn't let us read, or at least wouldn't let me read. Okay, yeah. I, I... And it wasn't until he gave them to you that I read some of them. Well, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, but yeah. No, uh, I'm also the same way. I love Else story um, storylines um, uh, so much. I, exp- I I feel DC does Batman best when it's not connected to the continuity. Some people may disagree with me, um, but I find I find with the whole current DC storyline he's been kind of put in a box in my opinion but yeah this one is I'm i am just flipping through it right now and the way they take it uh, it's so good I don't want to spoil it for my brother though so I'm not trying to say too much and I don't want to spoil it to anyone else who hasn't read it because you should read it. The direction they take it is amazing. The character development and new characters they introduce into the story are very well executed, in my opinion. Um, And it uh, doesn't end the way you think it would end, which is a uh, a nice way to end it in my opinion. I don't like knowing what's going to happen when I read my comics.
1: Now, I guess for the people out there, so is this like a collection of separate, like, is it like an anthology where there are separate stories? Oh,
0: yeah. So, yeah, I should explain that, right? Because like, I've only read the first story. Um, but, yeah, so... Tears of the Dark Martivores, If for anyone listening, um, is a... Cl- it was several stories that came out of if anyone is reading the current uh, Batman storyline as well as Superman and basically the main, the whole universe, there's a character who's brought introduced by Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo in the Marvel, uh, the Marvel Uh, metal series. And the character is known as the Batman who laughs. Um, Batman Who Laughs is uh, Bruce Wayne who was infected by a Joker toxin when he killed the Joker in this other universe. That character then goes on and basically kills his whole entire universe. So he then decides to move on to other universes to conquer them. And by doing so, he recruits other evil Batman, such as the Devastator, who is Batman who takes the Doomsday virus. Uh, There is the Drowned, which is a female Bruce Wayne who, um, that one I don't quite remember because I didn't like it, but um, something to do with the Lanteans. Read it, let me know uh, for uh, listeners. Basically what happens what? is
1: he assembles his own version of the Justice League, but all the Justice League are other Bruce
0: The Batman. Yeah. yeah. It was badass. Plus the title, Metal, and the cover, the cover number one with the the horn symbol made out of the Justice League. Oh, it was just so good.
1: And they're still going. There's another one coming out. We thought
0: yeah. It. Well, so anyway, they use that character. DC's been just loving it. Using them, so, anyways, these are other stories from that universe the dark multiverse of iconic storylines within the DC um, history, such as Nightfall, so when Batman uh, gives up the mantle of the bat to Azrael, Death of Superman, where Batman, uh, Superman dies, and uh, basically, in this storyline. Low Slaying gets the Eradicator powers. Uh, Darkest Night is basically just Weapon If Darkness One instead of uh, uh, the White Lan- the White Lantern. Uh, Infinite Crisis. This is the one where um, Blue Beetle in this universe gets connected to Brother Eye and becomes. I haven't read it yet, but I'm assuming it something very evil. It becomes OMAC, but like an yeah. OMAC. Yeah. Yeah, and then the last one is The Judas Contract. Yet again, I don't know the original story. I think it's a Teen Titans story. I don't know enough. I apologize to the listeners, but I don't know the Judas Contract original story either. It's
1: based on – it's a Teen Titans story. I, I haven't personally read it, but I know it's a, a Teen Titans
0: and that's why I keep you around. There you go. But yeah, so I bought the. It's it, thanks to uh, my brother. Um, I waited. So what happened was the first issue came out, which was the Nightfall, which is the one I really wanted. But it sold out very <clears throat> quickly, and I could have put an order in for a second print in. But my brother said, well, "I'm just waiting until they come out with the trade paperback." And I made the conscious decision to do the same. It's hard. And it paid off. It's not. its not, Because there's five different – but see, and I'm, I'm glad I did. Because what they did was they took the five stories that came out, five separate issues, but they've also added the original story comic that it was based on. Oh, that's pretty cool. So they, it's got the issue – of Nightfall and Batman loses the mantle. It's got the original Judas contract like uh, ending. Um, so yeah, so I get to read the things I don't know, which I was planning on doing was reading them first and then going back and seeing the newest. But yeah, so instead of being just the five issues, you get like additional I think seven, because I think they give you like one or two from some just to, Make it make sense. So yeah, it paid off. It's a nice cover. Yeah, it's a great deal. Cool. It's well, you, know, I- you guys. You guys need to pick it up because it's it's yeah, you know, it's so beautiful. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So what are you reading, Jesse?
1: I uh. So the book I've picked is, I guess, the first book to t- sort of test this on. I have picked the Jack Kirby um, special collection. So I think, I think these came out um, the anniversary of Jack Kirby's birthday, I'm pretty sure. Um, for you guys out there, if you're, if you're reading comics, you should know about Jack Kirby. And I don't mean to sound like a dickhead, but Jack Kirby is one of the pillars of uh, sequential comic book art. Um,
0: Jack, who? No, Joey, I'm kidding.
1: I hope you're kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, so hope, I hope. Jack I Kirby, could. just quick history. Jack Kirby was uh, <clears throat> essentially um, one half of the creation of the Marvel Universe. He created uh, Fantastic Four, he created. Um, oh man, like. Like I think he had a hand in creating some of the X-Men, um, Thor, Hulk, um, Iron Man. I think I'd have to check. Anyway, he's like he is the driving imagination behind um, the Marvel comics, and and you know, and I won't take away credit from uh, Stanley either. Stanley was also very much part of that, but everyone uh, knows the comic history about how they kind of had a bit of falling out I don't really take too much into that I used to but now I kind of understand you know creative differences and all that they can sometimes drive but, yeah um, so yeah so Jack Kirby so uh, shoot in the 70s I think uh, check. Uh, yeah so <laughs> late 1971, we're going to say. Jack Kirby had, at this point, he had left, not left Marvel, but kind of took a step away from Marvel and started doing some work with DC. He was working on stuff like um, Mr. Miracle, The New Gods. Um, I don't know if he was working on, I think he he was doing Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen. um, All sorts of different stuff. And he was basically approached by someone at DC and was like, hey, yeah, uh, can you do a? Because at this point in time, there's a lot of like sp- spine tingling and spooky comics that were like becoming really popular. Um, stuff like you know uh, House of Horror or like kind of in the vein of EC's um, what does it work for? Tales from the Crypt. This is long. This is probably oh, years yeah. after Tales from the Crypt because EC kind of like created the whole comics are destroying youth and they're making kids go bad so we need to yeah need to stop it and so the comic books came up with this comics approved comics code. but then they in the 70s they start to make a like a resurgence so they they approach jack and they're like can you make another um sort of a spooky comic and he's like well i don't know like what do you want me to do and i'm totally paraphrasing here and they're like well i don't know like do do <laughs> a story about uh, like a demon or something and he's like oh okay so um as the story goes is he went he took i think his i think he took his editors like because the thing about jack was like he wasn't some guy who like okay i just draw the pictures he would come up with a story idea write the story draw the story sometimes ink and color the story and like he'd do the whole thing himself
0: he was a one-man comic machine. Yeah,
1: essentially. But, like, obviously, you know, he's not, you know, a god, although he is a god. Um, he, like, he had to have some helpers. So he had these two editors with him. Um, one of them, his name was... Check here real quick. Uh, one of them, I think, was, his name was Mark Evenyear, and the other one was named... Uh... Roy something. Uh, Roy, Mike Royer. <clears throat> so that makes sense. Wait, what was the first
0: part? So the names yeah, are out there. Yeah,
1: the names are out there. So anyway, <clears throat> um, they, he took them for lunch. And then he's kind of like sitting there and he's like, and they say the way that uh, Mark talks about it is like, all of a sudden he would just stare into space and he started telling this story. And he essentially came up with the idea for the character of the demon. Um, for any of you out there, there's like one animated version of this character, which it's in Justice League Unlimited. It's the one where uh, the Justice League become children because uh, uh, Morgana turns into kids, and like
0: them- <laughs> such a good such a good, yeah, episode. good episode.
1: And the demon's like a baby, and like ends up like kind of like. Cooing and being happy around one another. So, anyway, it's a really funny episode. It's a great episode. Watch it if you have it. Go check it out. I forget what it's called, but like YouTube it. So, anyway, uh, yeah. the demon. And so he created the demon, and fast forward to today, um, the Jack Kirby collection comes out. <clears throat> well, not today, it was a while back. Uh, the collection came out, and they collect, collected them. I think it's a miniseries, The Demon. I'm not 100% done, but I'm so very close to done that I'll talk about it. Um, it's man, how do I begin? I cracked open this baby, and like page. Page one is pretty good. It's like a really cool mystic.
0: Misted- does he? I have a question. Does he talk in rhymes like he does in the show? In the comic? No. Oh,
1: yes. Well, he does. It's weird he does at the beginning of the books like like you can tell that like Jack is trying to make him this like mystic uh, rhyme creature of old kind of thing um, but throughout as the as the story progresses like he talks more and more like a, a ne'er-do-well he's like ha 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 you cannot defeat me I will defeat you with my demon flame and like he doesn't, he doesn't rhyme oh, so much okay. he just sort of becomes this like he laughs in the face of evil um that
0: is still equally as epic yeah
1: it's it's pretty cool it's like well the thing is too like it's jack kirby's art is so dynamic it's so like in your face like it literally you read it and you're like it's jumping off the page like it's jumping at you it's like yeah a fist at your, your nose it's throwing demons fire into your eyes like he was, man, he was so good and what's cool about this book is they've remastered his art so like back in the day uh the technology for creating comics was like you know more limited and they took all that yeah. stuff and they've like crisped it up and they've made solid lines more solid and they've you know they've done all this really cool stuff so you get to see that you get to basically like go on this adventure with, him, with the game um Fun fact I learned about it is the demon's face is based on an old Prince Valiant comic strip. Uh, Prince Valiant is like way, 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 way back. Like, if you talk to your grandfathers or your grandmas, like, and you mention Prince Valiant, they might know, but they're more likely to be the ones that know. Um, Prince Valiant was like this sort of, I don't know, it was like a sword and sorcery good goody two shoes essentially superman in medieval times and there's this one issue one story where he throws he takes a chicken and he peels the chicken skin off and makes a mask out of it to scare some bad guy and like like this is literally
0: that's a metal metal chair right there
1: and like what's cool is he uses the chicken's like cartilage to like make horns and stuff and it's, it is what the demon's face is. Like, Jack Kirby was so inspired by that um, image that he just used it for his own character. And it ended up taking off and having life of its own. But I Google, if you go home, Google this. Google it right now. Uh, just Google Prince Valiant um, chicken mask or something. And it looks just like the demon. Jack Kirby made his mask, made the demon look just like Prince Valiant. I thought that was really cool, but yeah. Um, so the book is pretty much a full story. It's got a few beginnings, uh, short stories, like single issue stories at the start. and Then it kind of evolves into um, a story arc with Witch Boy, who also I think appears in that Justice League Unlimited episode. Uh, you get you
0: know, the- things so <laughs> Is that the guy with yeah, the cat? Tickle. <clears throat>
1: They're gotcha. both assholes. Um, yeah, so it evolves into that story, arc and then I think towards the end it kind of like does its own um, short stories. I think no, I think it just sort of like caps out, and then it ends. Huh.
0: I have to check it out. I have to buy yours. And
1: what's really cool about the cover of this Jack Kirby edition is it glows in ultraviolet light, and I love.
0: Anything that glows in ultraviolet light. Yeah, I
1: should
0: guess.
1: I dig
0: that shit. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. I've always uh, i liked Jack Kirby's art. Uh, it's definitely your style. Dynamic. I can see. Yeah, in your face. Or solid black lines. Shiloh detail.
1: Well, he was so, like, you know, you you can still see his um, inspiration in other artists, like uh, Mike Mignola, who created Hellboy. Um,
0: Oh, I love his art. Well,
1: if you look at his art, especially his art towards the the end of the Hellboy story, it's very curvy-esque. Like, you, you can almost put the demon... The story and you wouldn't notice a difference that well, no, you would notice a difference in the art, but it'd be like more fitting to have them together. Uh, Tom Sculley, Tom Sculley, yeah, uh, Scully, He his art is very, um, very much like Kirby. Like I would say, if you want to do a story about Kirby or a Kirby character, you should try to get Tom Sculley to do it. Um, in fact, he's doing the auto, or he's doing the biography for Jack Kirby. There's a graphic novel biography that Tom Schooley's doing, which I think is perfect. Um, so many other artists, like if you look at them, you'll be like, "Oh, that's Kirby." Or, um, in fact, there's a there's a method for um, doing uh, like explosions and stuff and effects on a combo page called the Kirby Crackle. And it's essentially like these dots that are meant to represent an energy explosion or like energy on something or know a cosmic event of some sort and a lot of artists like, still use this method called the kirby crackle so yeah like <clears throat> just you know case in point jack kirby without him comic books would probably be very variable very still there cole colton work. Yeah, hear me you?
0: You didn't hear me oh, before. I couldn't
1: hear what you're saying.
0: Oh, weird. I guess I have to have the uh, app open. The what? Oh, you oh I was looking. I was when you were um, explaining things. I was googling um, all the different stuff. <laughs> okay, there you go. And, and I was talking, but I guess none of that will be heard.
1: Well, what did you say?
0: Well, because you're talking about the crackle, so I Googled that, and I was like, "Oh, look at that! That's uh, that's amazing. It's pretty cool." I said, "I, know I said they use that in everything." Here,
1: the Kirby crackle.
0: And I, was talking, I was like, "Guys, this is why you guys need to know my brother, because like he knows so much stuff that you guys, I just, I, I don't well, know." I,
1: I think like I thank you, but there's there's guys out there who know shit tons more. It's amazing.
0: Oh, probably, but I'm just if, saying. If
1: any of you are from the Ontario area, um, there are some guys in Toronto who probably know way more than I do. But if you're ever in the Oshawa area, try to uh, sit and listen to a guy named Tim Sims. Um, oh, amazing he's guy! Essentially, the guy that taught me all the nuances and all the nitty gritty details of like comic book culture and art he basically was the guy that said like you need to read this and he handed me like jack kirby stuff and he had me will eisner stuff um <clears throat> will eisner's another guy i was sort of like he was an also a great pillar in the comic book history um maybe we'll talk about him later but yeah like <clears throat> mm. for tonight it's all about the kirby that that kirby swag yo Yeah, that's a, that's, I don't know. I could I could probably rant and rave about.
0: But could, could be again. some more. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, so did you read it, all of it or you just still like. Okay? I have, uh, I think I have like
1: an issue and a half left. Oh, shit.
0: Yep. An issue and a half. That's I pretty cool, it. though. I'll have to yeah, check the it last out.
1: Issue. Whoa! <clears throat> okay, let's flip them through the last issue. There is a panel. I'm going to send this to you, Colton. Okay. Okay. Like, not right now, but after. For a second, it, yeah. you'll see it, but for a second, it looked like the demon was like, uh, How are we trying to keep this PG, or what are we doing? No, no. I'm going to send you a panel. For a split second, it looks like the demon's eating out Enchantress.
0: Mm. That's some great visual effects.
1: Well, it's not Enchantress; it's the DC version of Enchantress. Uh, It's more. Yeah. Anyway,
0: Uh, we'll have to talk about the next one, next episode once I see it. I'll let you guys know what I think. Yeah. I don't know. All in all, I think for our first issue, for our first episode of Two Beards, One Comic, I think we did pretty we good. We're going we on uh, issues. Like, we should call them issues.
1: They're not episodes. They're issues.
0: Issues. Yes. Yeah, oh, that's clever. That's smart. Yeah, not just a hat rack. Not just a, Yeah, so um, yeah, I think 35 minutes, that's a good chunk of time. I hope we don't lose anyone from our ranting and raving. Well, we want to,
1: like, I was thinking about it today, and what I want to do is, like, if we make this regular thing, I want to, like, pick a book, and then research it, and, like, find out about the artist, where they're coming from, the writer, where they're coming from, the subject matter, like, you know, there's so many books out there that can connect to other things other than comics, like even history. That you know, there's a lot to be learned. Comic book. Yes, yeah.
0: it's a good idea. You read so much more stories than I do, though. I come like, very much Well, Because I'm also broke. So you guys don't need to understand. I only read like, four titles. And that's Batman, Detective Comics, Red Hood, and then some other strange miniseries. So, currently right now, it's Batman slash Superman. That's... Oh, and uh, The Question. Oh, that's such a good story so far.
1: that's not a bad thing. That means you have restraint. Unlike your brother, who can't keep his titles down to four and, like, has, I don't know, 12 or something like
0: that but I think that's what will make this podcast good is very two same interests but two very different points of view like I guess my point of view is more linear mainstream listeners who listen for me be guys just you know hardcore DC yeah, fans yeah. and for people who are listening for you are like the diehard comic book people who come here for the information the knowledge
1: just, just be wary of the old saying that our dad always says is like you can dazzle them with brilliance or baffle them with bullshit
0: so yeah I'll be the one baffling with bullshit
1: I'll, I'll probably do a little baffling.
0: Cool. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to uh, going on this journey, exploring this universe, this multi-universe, this multiverse. Yeah. Well, would you say it, of podcasting. Uh,
1: speaking of, it could all be one universe very soon. Um, Marvel is thinking about buying DC Comics.
0: I know, I know. I read that when I was on holidays. <laughs> I don't know how I feel.
1: <laughs> so we could be seeing Batman swinging around with the Daredevil. Is
0: yeah, well, you could see me shitting somewhere, but it's not going to happen.
1: Well, I hope to shit somewhere, like in a toilet.
0: I don't. Well, no, I'm just saying you could see oh, it, was... but you don't want to. Yeah. That's I don't want to see podcast.
1: it. That's for a different group of people.
0: Yeah, that's for yeah. <laughs> There
1: are people out there who might want to see that, Colton.
0: I don't want to see it. No, you shitting somewhere. Oh, wow. <laughs> if they that's pay true. a pretty penny. Yeah,
1: anyway. That's,
0: yeah. That's, that's I it. shared the, the, the story. But yes, no, I read that while I was on holidays. It, Deanna got actually mad at me. Because she said I was fixating on it too much because I kept going into a dog hole of web pages after web pages. <clears throat> <clears throat> Basically, the enemy here is t yeah. They're in it for the money. So now they own Warner Brothers. No, they own Warner Brothers? Yeah. Uh,
1: Marvel. Ooh, yeah. Marvel doesn't own Warner Brothers yet. It's some technicality. That, yeah.
0: No. AT&T That's, owns yes. Warner Brothers, and Warner Brothers is owns the publishing, like is the, in which owns DC. And AT&T, this is what I've read, my understanding, is AT&T doesn't think DC Comics makes enough money. It's a dying market. Yeah. They're in it for the money. They're looking at dollars, not as lives. Um, so they they want to basically stop publishing DC comics, but they want to maintain the uh, merchandise licensing because Marvel. I mean DC, you can't argue, has the best merchandise. Out of Marvel. Because when it comes to uh, yep. logos for printing on shirts and stuff, yep. DC owns the game. Because you got Batman, oh. Superman, Flash. Uh, pretty much any iconic DC superhero has an emblem, a logo, something that can yep. be printed on a shirt. Versus Marvel, what do they got? Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Everyone other
1: yeah, just well,
0: an X Men, but that's you know, not like one it's, character, it's
1: pretty much Spider Man when it comes to worldwide logos being on clothing and, and merchandise. It's, it's really just Spider Man,
0: yeah. yeah,
1: Most of it, like, how many times you walk down the street and there's like a Superman or a Batman t shirt on, it? like, and it's not, it's not someone who's, like, yeah. like oh, they, they must have read the latest issue of Superman, it's like just. Other people. You know, people who if you walk up to them yeah. and ask them that they're gonna be like, What are you talking about? So
0: Superman man, He's just cool.
1: Yeah, Which I'm I'm fine with. Yeah, I'm not, not breaking their balls. I'm just I'm just saying like it's such a widely known logo,
0: yeah. the Superman
1: and the Batman logo.
0: <clears throat> so basically then what I've read is so AT&T, is thinking about then stop publishing in it com- DC Comics and licensing out the publishing to Marvel Comics. So, if they do do it, I don't think they'll separate. D- like I don't think Marvel will own DC, but Marvel will publish well, that DC opens Comics.
1: Up a resurgence or like maybe a reboot in the Anagram. Uh,
0: um, yeah. yeah, that's true. It's all, it, you know, it all comes down to, is, is, DC thinking that they needed to do this whole stupid five G, yeah. shit. Like, just leave it alone. It's good. I don't know. I don't. I don't get why the president, I forget his name, who got yeah, he, he got fired. Yeah. Yes, that's his name. Why he thought that this whole 5G what, what, thing was a good idea. What is the 5G? It was is 5G? 5G was... They, he proposed that DC Comics would basically do a whole new reboot and recreate all the storylines. So uh, Superman's origin would be different. Batman, they were proposing, would be black. Um, they basically were just reimagination of the dc characters but in different so to completely different ways
1: it's going to become stan lee's version of the dc superheroes
0: yeah. yeah basically but jim lee was like completely against it he actually talks about he was recently on a panel he was supposed to be there for um a panel for uh, publishing or something like that, but he basically spent the whole panel talking about how 5G was, he, in his opinion, was going to be really? the downfall of DC.
1: That's not good. So, yeah. D, so basically DC was like, oh shoot, Jim Lee, Jim Lee's our main man, we should probably fire this guy.
0: Yeah, I think that's that basically sense. what happened. What? And yeah, no, I didn't hear much about the 5G, but I did hear about it that DC wanted to basically reboot all the characters. But I was like, "Well, just." And then
1: stop. I read an article like, too, though. Part of the reason why they fired them, they're like, "Well, we can't do this because we have a movie. We have the Batman coming out." Like
0: one, yeah. Like, do you remember that was another reason? Do you
1: remember when Miles Morales showed up uh, in Spider-Man: The Ultimate Spider-Man? And, well, people lost their minds because they thought, like, oh no, like, you know, Peter Parker, <clears throat> he's supposed to be, like, essentially they're upset that, you know, Peter Parker's always supposed to be white and blah, blah, blah. And people, yeah, people were oh, worried yeah. that yeah, like, Miles was yeah. going to become the new Peter Parker and, and then Peter Parker would be written off. And, like, was like, no, 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 hold on a second. This is just another Spider Man. Like, you know, Marvel,
0: yeah, well, well, multiple Spider
1: Man. Oddly enough, later on, there, there became two Spider-Men in the same universe. And it was not a big deal, like, don't worry about it. Yeah. So, <clears throat> in a way, I kind of feel for Dan DiDio, because, like, okay, yeah, we're going to create this reboot, but we're not going to get rid of Bruce Wayne. Like, Bruce Wayne will still be Bruce Wayne. We'll just be this new Batman. Um, or is that what they're going to do? They're going to make
0: Batman. Yeah. Like, I don't know too much about it. Um, I'd have to research more. I've only read that, that short little blurb about how Jim Lee was against it, basically. Um, but yeah, if anyone's listening to this, if you know more, uh, feel free to send us a message. Um, I believe you, you can do that out there, through this app.
1: Also, try to track down a copy, at the very least, track down a copy of Stan Lee Imagines, I think it's called, Stan Lee Imagines, uh, Batman. Oh yeah. And it's it's essentially it's a black Batman. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's uh, his name is Bruce Wayne. And it's a totally different origin. But it's a cool story. But it's also very cool and it's it's it is a cool story one of my favorite artists, uh, Joe Kewart. So, yeah. Oh, so it's a really imagine cool that.
0: to have
1: uh, in, your, in your back pocket.
0: Yeah. I think and that's the thing is I'm I'm not don't people who listen don't get me wrong i'm not i'm not saying I, I don't think there should be a black batman but from what i've gathered from it it was they were going to that was going to be the they basically you know, how dc keeps doing these like new 52 all the comics are under follow under the new 52 and then they did rebirth and all the comics after that follow under rebirth, I think that's what they were planning. It was going to be 5 g, so all the new Batman stories coming out would follow under this whole new 5 yeah. g storyline and that's what I was against. I was like, well you can't do that like it's on fine with you introduce a storyline, but they wanted to reboot the universe
1: well the thing is though is like how many times have universes been rebooted, and they've always gone back to someone.
0: Uh, yeah, and that's that's true. So that's even true people too.
1: People who are freaking out thinking this is going to be permanent, like it's not going to be permanent because, I mean, you have so many artists and writers out there. Like, well, no, I want to draw. I want to draw regular Batman. I want to draw the old Batman. You know, whatever. Yeah. So like it, it wouldn't have been permanent. It just would have been something different. I think. You know, I'm almost curious to see. If it have
0: done it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have to agree to disagree.
1: I'm just saying I I'm curious what you would have done.
0: That's all. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I uh you know trust in Jim Lee. I've I've uh he's never steered me wrong. <laughs> so in, in Jim Lee well, we I trust
1: <laughs> what you guys may notice is like Colton's very much like the new, the new guard. I'm very much the old guard when it comes to comic books. Oh. So Jim Jim Lee is oh, part yeah. of like That's the true. new guard. So Jim Lee was one of the like he was with Tom Marlin. He was with uh, oh, shoot uh, who are the other guys? Eric Larson, uh, Jim Valentino. Like, those guys who created the Image Comics, and Image Comics was very much, like, breaking away from either being DC or Marvel. They're like, screw that. We're going to start our own book and do crazy books. And Image is now one of, like, the top-selling publishers. now. So,
0: yeah. yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah.
1: You'll, you guys might find that. You'd be like, ah, oh, Colton's, like, he's into, like, the current guys, and Jesse's very much into, like, the old guys. Well you know,
0: we both like different stuff too, so. yeah. But yes, I'm all current. Basically I started with uh Scott Snyder and Greg Pulo's number one Batman. Batman number one. And then that I, story been,
1: that's been put to paper. I like, Yeah I, even with,
0: yeah, like, I agree. That's what got me back into yeah. it.
1: Well, and even with like um, Frank Miller's Year One, or you know Neil Adams Batman, or like even with all that stuff, I still say the Scott Snyder, the low stuff is like oh, just awesome, drooling over the page.
0: Yes. <clears throat> Do you have a Batman number one? I got yeah, it I do. When
1: it came out. I got
0: it when it first came out. What? Yeah. How oh, did you? I bought mine from Words Collide. I I had it in a trade paperback for yeah. most of my life, but and then one day I got a got, I got one from Dude, Words it Collide. Cost you a pretty penny. No, because it was like, I think it's like a, I think it was obviously more money than it originally was sold for, but I think it was only like 12 bucks, something like that. That's not bad. Yeah. I think, to be honest, it's probably like a second (gasps) printing. I
1: I think the first printing goes for like 100 bucks or something like
0: that. Yeah. But then after that, I saw. I think I didn't start buying the single issues really until number fifty. I have, I have, yeah, so it was all trade paperbacks for that. Series. I do not. I can literally tell you. I'm pretty sure it's fifty, but the very first one I have after the trade paperback. Oh, no, I'm lying. It's not 50. 41. 41. 41. 41 all the way up to now.
1: And I think that's no. why like, I'm really it, excited about this new Cthulhu one, or Scott's another Papua, because I just want to make sure I have everything. Yeah. It's a weird like completest I don't have a lot of complete series, but like back yeah. in the new fifty two is, is one of my few complete series that I
0: have. Yeah, and no, I do not. Unfortunately like I said, I guess one to 41 trade paperback, and then
1: and then Well Maybe one day they're,
0: Maybe they're, one they're day
1: before you in the will.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, exactly. see, I just have to kill my brother.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, that's very nice. Yeah. no problem.
1: Well, anyway, we're approaching an hour now. So I don't Holy know. Holy Jesus, how look much at the time Colton was planning to do this, but I think he meant an hour.
0: I think an hour, I was thinking. Forty-five minute, like half an hour to forty-five minutes, but seems like an hour might be, I think, a good cutoff yeah, at the most. Yeah. Well, this I is was thinking forty-five minutes.
1: minutes. The people now kind of get a feeling of who we are and what we're doing. We hope. What to hear we're, what we're doing. There's a way for you to.
0: Hope. Let us. And uh, I hope you tune in next time. Huh? Same. Bearded place, same bearded time. Bearded
1: channel and the bearded time.
0: Yeah. Same. Same beard channel. Same beard time.
1: I think I uh, think it's supposed to be turn in next time. Same beard chat same beard time. Same bearded channel.
0: Yes. We, we have to switch right.
1: uh. the old
0: Batmans again. We have to watch what? Yes. Like, like the old, old one with Adam we Well, Moore. not
1: super old
0: because there was also those serials yeah. back in the 30s. Anyway. That's, that's true. All right. Well, I think we'll, uh, we'll sign off now. So, uh, thank you. Coleson. Thank you, Jesse, for uh, taking this time to, to talk with me and the listeners, as well as thanks to the listeners for listening uh, to yeah, me and my brother.
1: I say thank you too and thank you to John Colton for inviting me on here. All right. All right. Until next time.
0: Until next time.